At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. The numbers told the story they always do. It's one of those idiots who believe in analytics. This is a numbers game with Gil Alexander on VSIN. Hour number two of a numbers game at Visa, the Sports Betting Network, VSIN.com, the VSIN app, Game Plus, iHeartRadio, YouTube TV, where their closed captioning is fantastic. All brought to you by BetMGM. It's Gil Alexander. It's Kelly Bidlin, producer number nine. So much more than a producer. Still to come this hour, Jason Weingarten on the World Baseball Classic. I've never seen Jason more excited to talk about anything than he is to talk about the World Baseball Classic today. He is yeah, all I was in on it. about it last night. Yes, you were. All in on it. He, he gave us Japan before the tournament started. Everybody was on Japan, though. Adam Burke had Japan. Mm-hmm. I want to say Sweet Lou. Sweet Lou Finicaro had Japan. Everybody loved Japan. So how does that play into his betting tonight? Because the USA's starting lineup has Trey Turner batting ninth. Like, how good is that lineup? Now, the pitching, on the other hand, is more like a who's who of random St. Louis Cardinals pitchers through the years. (laughs) But uh, we'll get Jason's thoughts on that. He's got an MVP play. He's got a season win total under to share with us. Uh, We'll look at, again, uh, Mel Kuyper's got a 3.0, as does Daniel Jeremiah, NFL draft. Uh, Kelly's got uh, some golf to talk about, some basketball. We'll reiterate my tennis bet as well. Um... Let's begin, though, with some college hoops. Yesterday was all college hoops. Couldn't talk enough about uh, what we saw Thursday through Sunday. What a weekend, extended weekend of college hoops, as March Madness always tends to be in the Sweet 16, now just two days away. Jim Root from Three Man Weave, kind enough to join us. How you doing, Jimmy? Wonderful, Gil. Uh, been out in Vegas now at the uh, at the, the watch parties in the, in the scene. That, that's been good. Now, get a little rest before we get to West Regional here at T-Mobile. Excited to be at that in person. Got a couple of really good matchups for Vegas. So excited to to have the NCAA tournament out here in the desert. Where are you staying, man? You want to reveal or I'm, is this paparazzi going to follow you? Uh, I'm sure they'll be after me. But, yeah, I'm at the link, uh, and, I, oh. and I go to the Paris on, on the weekend. So nice. just kind of staying, staying around, staying in the mix here on the strip. All right, I'm directing this to you because you went to Mizzou. And uh, the fighting Jeff Parles, Ben Wilsons, and Jim Roots of the University of Missouri. I just want to lodge my complaint because I blame the three of you for this. Dennis Gates. Um, I mentioned this yesterday. Pet peeves of mine watching the tournament this weekend, which is I get it. College basketball is part and part. I mean, it, it's it's in, inextricably linked with foul fests at the end of games, and many an under has gone to die um, with fouling, rampant fouling towards the end of college basketball games, and the over ends up getting there out of nowhere. But what Dennis Gates did on on Sunday, was it, or Saturday? I think it was Saturday against Princeton, 
was taking this to a ridiculous level, so much to the point where the crowd just really started booing him. And again, I'll go through it. Down 18 with 329 left a foul. Down 18 with 238 left foul. Down 16 with 211 left foul. Down 14 with 119 left foul. Down 14 with 45 seconds left foul. Down 14 seconds with 30, down 14 with 32 seconds left foul. Down 14 with 26 seconds left foul. Good God, for the love of Pete. Who's Pete, by the way? Yeah. Kelly. Is that Maravich? I don't know what that's about. Rodney? No Rodney? Calvin? Um, what are you doing? Like, stop with that already. Yeah, I don't love that either. Um, I, it, it just, I don't like when you pervert the outcome of the game. That's not great, especially with betting getting bigger and bigger. I don't know if he's going to make the case that he's still trying to improve the team going forward, playing some young guys. I don't, I don't like that either. Randy Bennett did something kind of similar for St. Mary's against UConn on Sunday where he was pressing down 15 with 10 seconds left and UConn had walk-ons out there. It's just, we got to know when to let the game go here. Coaches. I don't think there's anything to be gained at that stage. So as much as I love what Gates did this year in his first season, that was, yeah, don't do that. There's no need. Did you feel the Princeton upset coming little party? I, a little, I was a little worried. Mizzou definitely has been better this year without expectations. Uh, when they've been really locked in on a, on a big game, they've had trouble like the Kansas game. That was, that was bad news. And so once they flip from, Oh, likely eight point dog against Arizona to six and a half point favorite against Princeton, a team that's really tricky to prepare for. I, I was concerned. I only bet the under, I didn't actually bet a side in that game. So uh, it, it was, it was a little frustrating, but um, at, at least, at least Mizzou got their first win since 2010. That's my silver lining. All right, we'll come back to Princeton in a moment. Let's do this chronologically. Thursday, as you said, not only at games in Vegas, but also in New York as well. Uh, East region in New York, West region in Vegas. The East regional games, Florida Atlantic and Tennessee. Tennessee, the Vols favored by five and a half. Total set at 130. And then Michigan State and Kansas State. A lot of people surprised to see both of these teams here. Uh, Kansas State was considered an, an overseeded team as a number three. Izzo just doing his thing, and Kansas State was the favorite. Now Michigan State is the favorite as high as two now. We're seeing with a total of 137.5. Any thoughts on either of those two to start with in New York? I definitely lean the the underdog in both of them. Uh, we just saw this happen with Kansas State. They were a dog against Kentucky. Kentucky took some money, and they had the best two players on the floor, especially Marquise Noel yeah, for K-State. Had a monster game against uh, the Wildcats. He's so fast. He can kind of get wherever he wants on the floor. As long as he's under control with his passes and isn't trying to do something too fancy, uh, he makes a ton of plays for them. Their shot making was excellent. They did get out rebound a little bit by those, those monster uh, uh, wildcats from Kentucky, but I like Kansas state again there. And then Florida Atlantic against Tennessee This is a team that can really spread you out, can shoot. That's Tennessee's weakness. And they didn't face a lot of it in the sec. They did not face any of it against Duke. That's not what Duke does. They, They kind of bludgeon you at the rim. Tennessee stands up to that with all the guards that, that Florida Atlantic has. And now they're back in the underdog role. They don't have to cover 16 against the 16 seed. I like FAU there. I think they, uh, they can spread out Tennessee and, and knock in shots. All right, let's go to the West regional games on Thursday. Again, these are staggered uh, region to region on Thursday and Friday, as is historically the case, Arkansas and Yukon, Yukon favored by four Gonzaga and UCLA, the tightest line game along with Michigan state, Kansas state, of the Sweet 16 games, the Bruins favored by two. Yeah, I go uh, Arkansas in the first matchup. Uh, I, I just don't love either coach, but Musselman's been really successful, especially lately in the NCAA tournament. 
feels a little closer to a coin flip than three and a half. So I'll take the Razorbacks there. They've got the athleticism to tempt UConn into some bad shots in the half court. That's the one I feel a little less confident on, though. I, I much prefer UCLA in the nightcap. I love this Gonzaga team uh, offensively, but on defense, they're not so sharp. And if you can slow them down, force them to play in the half court, that's when they really start to get vulnerable. It happened to them last year against Arkansas. Musselman came with a great game plan in the Sweet 16. I think McCronin's going to do the same here. They've got some injuries on the wing. Jalen Clark's out for good. David Singleton, his replacement, had a bad rolled ankle this weekend. But they've got two absolute gamers in Tiger Campbell and Jaime Jaquez. They've got a, a star freshman in Amari Bailey. And I just think the way they slow the game down and force Gonzaga to execute is going to be a problem for them. And uh, UCLA has already taken a little bit of money in the market despite the injuries. And I think that's kind of telling. Yeah. I also feel like Gonzaga won't get every single call like it felt like they did against TCU. That might just be me talking through my TCU ticket, but that's how it felt. I felt that way too. I, I was TCU final four from the beginning of the year to my bracket. And, and that one finally flamed out. Unfortunately, it was sad to see it go, but yeah. uh, they at least gave him a battle and had that wild cover at the end. All right. How about maybe one of the more amazing ones of all time. And that's saying something Friday Midwest and South Kansas city and Louisville respectively. Let's start with the Midwest, uh, Miami and Houston, Houston favored by the full touchdown, seven points. And then Xavier in Texas, which is the only really shortish line of that night, Texas favored by four and a half. I, I like Miami in the first one. Uh, Houston's advanced numbers, advanced results per shot quality have not been good in this tournament. Uh, scored it as a big loss to Northern Kentucky and then a slight loss to Auburn, which are about 20 points off of where both of those outcomes actually ended up uh, landing. I think that speaks to they're just not getting great shots. This Houston team, they did hit a bunch of them against Auburn, especially, but there's some things that are concerning in the underlying play there. And Miami's guards are so uh, talented and experienced in this event. I do lean Miami getting seven points there. Uh, and then I like Texas in the nightcap. Xavier did not impress me against a cadre of athletes in the first round. Kennesaw state basically kind of punked them for a while until Xavier kind of started playing perimeter defense, but it was almost too late. This Texas team is just rolling. Uh, I, I know they got a little bit dicey with Penn State late yeah. in that game, but their athleticism and the emergence of Dylan Disu in the lane, uh, I, I'm going to lay that with the Longhorns. And then this one, I'm, I'm kind of shocked by. This line just keeps getting bigger. Alabama now a seven and a half point favorite against San Diego State. Creighton still a 10 point favorite against Princeton. I think people are still in line to fade the Mountain West, despite San Diego State being two and zero against the spread in this tournament. One of them was very dicey. Uh, and Alabama's just been a juggernaut. Last five games, they've won by at least 19, all against NCAA tournament teams. And that's since they moved Javon Quinterly into the starting lineup. I think there's like a very straight line to draw between the way they've adjusted their rotation and they're suddenly back to to having their mojo and blowing out teams. So as much as I'm kind of tempted by San Diego State, the high line and start, starting to move up does, does tell me something a little bit. I'm probably going to be with the tide considering how strong they've been. Princeton, Creighton, I'll be the spoiler stinker and, and go with the, the favorite there. I'll stinker. probably lay it. There's there's more time to prepare here for that Princeton offense, and Creighton is comfortable in the half court, whereas Arizona and Mizzou, you put them in the half court, you slow them down like Princeton did, and they just could not function. Arizona was six points in the final 11 minutes of that game. That was That was really bad for a two seed. I think Creighton will be much more functional in the half court. 
have somewhat of a better defensive plan than both of those teams and and force Princeton into much tougher shots. So I'll, I'll say Creighton ends the Cinderella story rather emphatically. Which bet do you like the most of them? Probably Texas and then Miami, Florida getting the seven. Okay. So then my final two Megapod-like questions, you may have hinted at the answer. Of the big favorites, Creighton, Bama, and Houston, the most likely to lose outright would be Houston, in your opinion? To Miami? Yeah, I think so. Just given Miami's experience and then you know, Creighton and, and Alabama, I think have better matchups. Yeah, I, okay. I think Houston's the most likely. And of, and of the eight games, if you were forced to bet all of them, but you got one pass on the side, which is the game you would want no part of? Uh, probably Arkansas-UConn, I think. Arkansas-UConn. Jim, yeah. enjoy it, man. Appreciate it. Yeah, thanks for having me, Gil. Jim Root, 3MW underscore CBB. For all of uh, Three Bay Weaves picks and second chance points for Jim specifically, put the uh, number two for the second part of that. Jason Weingarten, World Baseball Classic, next. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union. A savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. A numbers game on VSIN, the sports betting network. Get everything you need to bet on baseball this season with our MLB betting guide. It's available now and has futures, team previews, and best bets available now. Love it. Steve Mackinnon with power ratings on every team, plus Adam Burke breaking down how the new MLB rules will impact bettors. Whether you bet baseball every day or looking for valuable futures bets, our betting guide has it all. Sign up today, get full access to VSIN for 30 days for only $19 at vcin.com slash subscribe. We get tweets at beating the book. Always appreciate it. Old guy, get off my lawn, says. And Gil with the ultimate mush of Drew's Coach of the Year bets. Even a random tweet guaranteeing a bet is a lock that can mush someone. Hmm. Yeah, we don't, we don't view it that way. We'll see. The science, <laughs> the science of mushing. I know, right? It's also that yeah. psychology, too. Yeah, we'll see. By the way, if he doesn't win, it's clearly my fault. It's clearly our fault. Yes, yeah. it is this show's fault, me yeah. and you. Yeah. I Je- won't let you go down alone, Gil. I'll go with you. <laughs> Thank okay? you, brother. I appreciate it. Jesse Welch. I mean, nine days ago, I would have confidently said that Jokic MVP tickets were winners, but now I honestly have no idea. Uh, Joe C714, regarding Shohei understanding English, I can relate being a Korean born and raised in the U.S., I can't speak very well, but can understand mostly everything. If I choose to speak Korean, it's very difficult to relay exactly my thoughts. I believe that's what's at play. Um, by the way, totally relate. I had to speak at a funeral uh, in Israel once. And if you really want to convey your thoughts, doing it in your native language is probably the way to go yes. still. Yeah. So I can understand everything, but I'm not going to give it a go 
in a, in a, in a second language because the nuances just can't be there typically. I just I felt like Rosenthal like knew knew that last night too. That was like the last question he asked him was a yes no question. Yeah, and that was when he th- then he was like. Okay, he paused for the trans. But it was so weird because uh, there was one where Shohei clearly understood and the interpreter yes. didn't get there early <laughs> enough. And then the other one where, like, the interpreter was trying to hear Rosenthal, and instead of, like, putting his ear to his mouth, he went, like, almost around Rosenthal. <laughs> I was like, what is happening? <laughs> this is what's going on with his interview. It was very entertaining postgame. Vegas Valkyse. Gil, for the love of Pete, Kelly Rodney. Oh, no, I said Rodney, not Kelly. He says, boy, is wicked sharp. Thanks for the Tuesday laugh, Kelly. Brilliance. I was gonna say, I was like, I, wait, wait, what me? You're getting all the praise for my Rodney <laughs> Pete comment. Rodney Pete, Calvin Pete, for the love of Pete. Jason Weingarten joins us, everybody, from under a cloud of smoke in Southern California. You can follow him on Twitter at Spreadopedia. How you doing, Jason? Good morning. I think I'm competing with uh, Greg Peterson this week for who could sleep the least, but uh, <laughs> otherwise, I'm good. Uh, good. And your your lack of sleep is because of the World Baseball Classic just everything i was in vegas for the last yeah. five days and about i'm a, i i feel like i'm finally at the age where it takes about every every day i'm in vegas i need another day to recover afterwards so you know you know it's, it's uh, funny we all have that moment in vegas it seems like because when we're in our 20s you you can literally stay awake it seems like for 48 hours if you came for a weekend in vegas and then there's that one day you show up where you're just a little too old I remember it being for me. It was when the Ravens won the AFC Championship the year that they won the Super Bowl in 2000 or something where I'm like, oh, no, this is over. I have to recover. And I'm not even a drinker. So I, I completely get that. You love this World Baseball Classic, though, Jason. You, you were telling me that during March Madness the other day that the crowd was chanting USA, USA in the sports book when Trey Turner hit the slam. Yeah, that was uh, that was a fun moment. That was a fun game. Most of these games have been pretty uh, pretty entertaining. So, uh, you know, <clears throat> normally I spend a lot of time following spring training. This year, I could barely care that it exists. Uh, you know, other than the betting, but um, the World Baseball Classic has delivered so strong for me. Um, I I just get disappointed when I see people talking bad about it because. The MLB regular season is just not going to match this intensity. We're not going to see baseball this good. You know, if we do, it's not going to be till September or October. Yeah, you were saying, certainly in Miami, the Marlins will will never have enthusiasm in the stadium like this. To, to the person that says, yeah, Jason, that's great, but Edwin Diaz is out for the year for the Mets and Altuve is going to be out for extended period of time, you would say what to them? Don't care. I mean, guys get hurt all the time. Uh, Juan Soto just strained an oblique and you know, in a spring training game, Gavin Lux blew out his ACL in a spring training game. You know, this is it's the same argument against preseason NFL games. You don't want guys to get hurt. Don't play the game. I like it. Well done, Jason. All right. Now you came on this show um, more than once and you're like, Japan is the play. Japan is the play in the World Baseball Classic. I think they were three to one. Wasn't even a sexy number, but you're like, they're the play. And here they are now against the United States of America tonight. Um, Shohei is available for pitching. He will not start. He could close. You Darvish is not getting the start for Japan. How do you bet this if you're landing on this now, with the, even if you don't have, or specifically if you don't have a Japan futures play? Under 10 runs is my uh, play tonight. I got it at minus 110. See, bookmaker's gone a little bit juiced, minus 120 right now. Um, 10 runs, I mean, even if we're going to assume that they're playing with a juiced ball, 10 runs, knowing that you Darvish and 
Shohei Otani are available. Sounds a little insane to me. Um, maybe there's some sort of thing with the playing back to back nights or, you know, team USA played two days ago, but I don't see how you get 10 with this. Um, I think that's way too high. And you're okay with Merrill Kelly getting the start here. Yeah, he's, he's acceptable. You know, he, he had a good season <laughs> last year. He's I don't think he's, uh, you know, he's, he's not a gas can or anything. I think keeping it under 10 is entirely reasonable. Well, I mean, you know, it's, it's amazing to me because I went to the finals in San Francisco. Was that 2009? I don't even remember the year. And it was rainy. Yeah, it must have been because I went, I went to the semifinals and finals at Dodger Stadium in right. uh, 2016. The, the Japan-USA semifinals, best game I've ever been to, actually. Really? Wow. Yeah. I mean, I just remember. one Team USA won. It was <laughs> great, great game. One of the best I've ever seen. It was rainy. It was, you know. And maybe the weather dampened it a bit. And it was like, it was enthusiastic, but nothing like this. I mean, this is a, this is a tournament that's going to have legs for years to come. Is it not? Yeah. And I mean, this year they expanded the teams and you saw the Czech Republic and Nicaragua and Israel. I mean, even the great Britain, all those teams showed up and played and were excited to be there. And it's, you know, it, it, it was just so nice to see global baseball and the growth of baseball. This tournament is very essential for, for the future of baseball, in my opinion. Okay. Now, I don't want to say that something that happened or, or play in the World Baseball Classic has led you directly to a bet, but to what extent has it led you to an MVP bet? Oh, it's led me to two, actually, so far. Um, Trey Turner, it uh, solidified that I think he's an MVP candidate. He already was an MVP candidate, especially with Bryce Harper. First year games to really get consideration for the MVP. You know, when you look at the the NL MVP board and you see guys like Fernando Tatis who have made a, a pretty strong case against with a lower number than Trey Turner, who, you know, is the new Captain America for all intents and purposes. Uh, you know, give me that Trey Turner twelve to one. I took I took fourteen at Circa on my way out of town Sunday. What's the lowest <laughs> you'd go on that? Ten. I, I'm not not super excited about a, a single digit future on anybody, but Shohei Otani. Um, but, but Turner at 10 to one, I think is a good position, especially when you look at all these other names around him on the board and ask yourself, you know, who, who's the best player on the Phillies. It's it's going to be Trey Turner this year, most likely on at least if you go by amount of games played. Well, especially with the rule changes, right? If you're, if you're emphasizing singles and doubles now, if that will lead to more stolen bases, I mean, batting average he's such a he fits right into that right like the rules are coming to him one could say on this yeah i wish i wish he was still on the dodgers to to be honest with you yeah bigger bases um the you know the shift limitations promoting singles and doubles obviously uh the pickoffs limited to two disengagements all play to trey turner's hands um and then it's you said there was another one. By the way, you threw in a Shohei Otani comment there. So you do like Shohei Otani? No, no, no. I'm saying the only guy I'd bet on a single digit, okay. you know, I'd consider. But, but not is, at plus two fifty, right? Not at plus two fifty. Yeah, no, I have okay. I have not bet anything on Otani this year. What is the uh, other MVP play? Randy Arozarena. Uh yeah, I saw I saw he was up to two hundred fifty to one at circa yesterday. I saw Westgate actually had five hundred to one. Um, you know, it, it fits into my sort of how I bet MVPs, you have to be potentially the best player on your team. And obviously some people will argue Wander Franco is the best player on the, the Rays. And you're probably not wrong, but you know, you got to keep in mind Wander Franco. I think he's entering now 
Is this his third, you know, part of his third major league baseball season? And he's still younger by six months than a guy like Corbin Carroll, who's a favorite for rookie of the year. So Franco's still got a lot of upside. He's young. I don't know if he's going to just bust onto the MVP scene, but Rosarena, I was really impressed with him this entire tournament. He can steal bases. He can hit home runs. He can be the best player on the Rays. You know, in a situation where they end up winning the division, not saying they will. I'm just saying that if that was to happen, I would assume that Rose Reina plays a uh, a large part in that. And I was just really impressed with him last night. I felt like, you know, snagging the 250 and the 500 when he was playing like that last night was, was just a nice little flyer. Yeah, a guy who's already had great postseason success uh, as a major leaguer and a guy who uh, robbed a home run last night, stood and profiled stood still, let everybody soak it in, then signed uh, the, the baseball and handed it to a fan over the fence while the game was going on. Uh, Jason, stick around because I want to get your uh, new season win total play on the other side. It's a numbers game at Visa, the sports betting network. A numbers game on VSIN, the sports betting network. Before you make your next bet, be sure to visit VSIN.com, that is, to check the current betting splits data. What match? Want to know where the money and bets are moving every game? Betting splits page is updated with DraftKings odds every 10 minutes so you can see changes in all the action. Find out where the public's betting based on the number of tickets and where the money does not match the public opinion. You can check out not just today's action, but future events as well. Betting splits, yet another way that VSIN is here to make you smarter, better year round. Check them out. All of today's betting splits for every game at vsin.com. Uh, can we plug Kelly, uh, Patrick Maher, and Amal Shaw, their show? Sharp bets, yes? Yeah. Um, Sharp money. Sharp money. What did I say? Sharp bets? Sharp bets. Oh, because I got sharp big, money. big bets and sharp. Right. Yeah. 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 <laughs> sharp money. Best bets followed by sharp money. That's correct. Uh, sharp money, which is here on the network uh, daily at VSIN, because they had, uh, and they have them on every Monday, it should be pointed out. Steve Fezzik is a regular guest of sharp money. Uh, Patrick and Steve have had a relationship for many, many years. And uh, we, we briefly mentioned it yesterday because someone asked me on Twitter what I thought about the bet. And Fezzik was was super, you know, transparent about it. Bet let, but what he bet sixty thousand dollars on it. Yeah, I at minus forty five hundred uh, odds. By the way, now Steve Steve would Steve would admit this, and I think he did admit this, and I urge everybody to go listen to it. But he did admit this. Where you know he's always a guy who's talking about you got to get the best of a number, you got to get the best of a number. He did not get the best of the number, so he admitted like that was an error on his part. He said he should have been a little more responsible with couching the tweet as well, but that he'd do it again because he perceived an edge. And so even if the money line and his, and this is his constitution, right? And this is what the point that I was trying to make yesterday. If he believes that there's an edge, no matter the sliver, right? He's, he decided that, that it was worth a bet because for him, that sliver of an edge whether it was from 99 point whatever percent to as opposed to 98% implied probability of the money line, he believed that to be enough for him to trigger a bet. And so that's why I said yesterday, I go, no, it's not for, it's not for new bettors at all. But for a guy like Steve, who's a great better, he's done very well with those over the years. Now, it's not 100%, and so sometimes it's going to lose. But good on him to be sort of transparent about that, to admit uh, where he could have done better in terms of the communication of it, and, um, yeah, man, it's not for everybody. I mean, I wouldn't go around betting that kind of money on that kind of thing. <laughs> I'll tell for, you that. It is not for everybody. Yeah. But uh, good on him, by the way. Again, Sharp Money with Patrick Maher and Amal Shaw. Weekdays 3 to 6 Eastern, noon to 3 Pacific, right here at VSIN. By the way, Patrick, my hero. 
doing his show from L.A. Man. I'll toss in Danielle Alvari. Dan- Danielle. Patrick and Danielle, my two heroes. They got the world beat. Uh, Jason Weingarten's got the world beat, too, from under a cloud of smoke in Los Angeles. Kind enough. We're in Southern California, I should say, uh, to be specific. Uh, he should. Uh, he's kind enough, rather, to uh, join us for another segment. And Jason, let's talk about something else that you have noticed. This is beyond the World Baseball Classic. A team that you feel will be so epically bad, and you've sort of come to terms with it, you, that they're going to be this way, because you didn't necessarily isolate them before, but now you're just convinced they are going to suck badly. Who is that team, and what bet followed from that? The Florida Marlins, or the Miami Marlins now, and my bet is under 76 wins, 76 and a half, 75 is good, 75 and a half is good, 75 is still fine. I don't think this is the kind of win total that gets close to the number. Um, you know, I can I can give you 17 different reasons why I'm unimpressed with this Marlins team from their performance in spring training to J- Derek Jeter walking away from his equity in the franchise to their poor free agent moves. Um, Johnny Cueto's their third starter. Uh, Garrett Cooper is their cleanup hitter. I do like Garrett Cooper, but when he's your cleanup hitter, you know, you got some some problems. Their bench lacks depth. Their their uh, bullpen is unimpressive. It's just you know I, I spent I spent a little bit of time talking to uh, Las Vegas Chris about them this morning, and he was he was trying to you know play the devil's advocate role and say well what about this what about that and I just kept saying nope nope it's wrong you know what about Fangraphs Fan Fangraphs hasn't projected for eighty wins don't care this isn't an eighty win team this is a seventy win team to me. Um, I don't know where they, they, they see these wins coming from, especially if they start out poorly. Um, this is the kind of team that is likely going to try to sell anything of value. So, you know, I, I really need somebody to give me the opposite case here because I can't see any case for the over. The Jeter thing is, is fascinating to me because I don't even know if it's even a tell because the tell is subtle. I mean, this wasn't subtle, right? I, I, you just get the sense that Jeter, not even the sense, I mean, I think we can all sort of just glean from it that that Jeter realized that this franchise had no real long-term intention of having sustained winning. And for him, why does a guy like that want to just stick around for that kind of proposition, right? I mean, am I, am I off on that? I mean, he had equity in a major league baseball team, which is the dream for a lot of people. And he walked away from it because for whatever reason, he doesn't want to be associated with this franchise or the management group or, you know, ownership, whatever it is. I I don't know the specific reason, but, you know, it takes a lot to get somebody to walk away from equity in a major league baseball franchise. Yeah, absolutely. Jason, appreciate it, man. Great seeing you this weekend. And uh, we'll do this soon again and many times before the season starts. Can't wait. Hopefully uh, get a winner or two tonight, and uh, we get back to Major League this the rest of this week. Yeah, winner or two, what Jason's referring to is get the under on the game and get Japan home, I guess, for his uh, futures ticket as well. Let's uh, go. At Spreadopedia is where you can find Jason. Uh, we mentioned the stuff with the NFL mock drafts. Mel Kuyper had one this morning. Uh, and then right literally seconds before we went on the air, Daniel Jeremiah put out his brand new one. And Daniel, let's start with Daniel Jeremiah, because he's been more accurate. Well, we'll start with Kuiper, because you guys put together graphics for him. So let's start with that. Mel Kuiper, much to my happiness, right, because I have the C.J. Stroud tickets. You have a C.J. Stroud as well, and a Bryce Young, right? 
Kelly? Man, I got tickets on all three of these guys at the top. <laughs> That's at this right, point. you do. You're covered. That's right. You had the Will Levis one way back when. Yeah. What's your Levis number? Forty. Oh, that's pretty good. So, see, so Mel Kuyper's got C.J. Stroud going first to the Panthers. His assumption is they made the trade up to take C.J. Stroud. Bryce, he's got Bryce Young going to the Texans. Then he's got the the Colts making a trade from four to three to grab Will Levis. Will Anderson would then fall into the Cardinals' lap at four per Kuyper's mock draft 3.0, and Anthony Richardson would go to the Seahawks as the fourth quarterback in the top five. That according to Mel Kuyper. Now, much I, of I don't love the mock trades because this is mock so, trades are terrible. So that's what it's the Colts and the yeah. Cardinals swapping spots. That's correct. So then you have to. It's implying that there's going to be what there's going to be interest from other teams to get up to that three spot. So the Colts have to do that, which is super plausible. It's but, super but, plausible. But it's once you start getting into trades, right? Yeah. Now all of this is on the heels of some comments made by Carolina Panthers coach Frank Reich yesterday. He was asked about Lamar Jackson first, got a little uncomfortable. He sort of said it got to Bryce Young's height. And as far as Bryce Young's height, he said, don't read anything into it. By the way, Bryce Young measured at five foot ten inches tall. He says, Don't read anything into it, said Reich, who was six foot who was a six foot four NFL quarterback. By the way, he's still a six foot four NFL coach, unless he shrunk. <laughs> He continues, I'm just saying that because all these people are putting this label on me that I only look at big quarterbacks. It should be pointed out that in 17 years of coaching, Reich has never had a starting quarterback shorter than 6'2". Most of his quarterbacks, Andrew Luck, Peyton Manning, Phil Rivers, Philip Rivers, Matt Ryan, have been 6'4 or taller, meaning Reich's height or taller. So, I don't know. Read into that what you will. I still think it's C.J. Stroud. Mel Kuyper seems to think it's C.J. Stroud. But Daniel Jeremiah... His mock draft this morning had Bryce Young going number one, as I mentioned earlier. Jeremiah's reasoning, the Panthers will do their homework on this year's top quarterback prospects over the next month. But I believe, this is Jeremiah talking uh, from the NFL Network, that Young is the best of the bunch and will emerge as their target. Then he's got Stroud going to the Texans. He's got the Cardinals with no trade, taking Will Anderson at three. The Colts take Anthony Richardson at four. And Will Levis per Daniel Jeremiah's mock draft 3.0. Kelly, where do you think he's got Will Levis going? I think I saw him in the 20s or something. Yeah, Will Levis. I'm still scrolling down. <laughs> I think he keeps scrolling. 19, 19 yeah. to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, which Baker Mayfield will be thrilled by, I'm sure. Having signed just with the Bucs I feel like I kind of like that Levis fit, actually, with the Bucks, with kind of the weapons they have. If he's going to be tossing it further downfield. I don't know. This is a fascinating race. Uh with the top, the one to keep an eye on, on this week is you have, while you talk. Let's flash up the odds for everybody because Stroud is minus two twenty five and Bryce Young is plus two twenty five to go first. Anthony Richardson plus three fifty and Levis back to forty to one. Go ahead. Yeah, pro days uh, going on this week. I, I think maybe the uh, thing that pe- the uh, scouts and coaches will be most interested in seeing is the weigh-ins. Because remember, you got to remember Bryce Young weighed in at 204 pounds at the NFL comma. Can't do anything about his height. But there's a lot of people speculating how, how much water weight was that at the combine when a lot of people were thinking he played at 180, 190 <laughs> during the course of the season last year. Yeah. So I, I heard yesterday a lot of people talking about interesting to see what his weight will be at the pro day. Come on, C.J. Stroud. Get there. Got a month to ponder that. We got March Madness and the Masters still in between now and then. Tennis tournaments. We'll get there eventually. But I hope it's C.J. Stroud, based on the bets I have, plus 682, plus 340 on C.J. Stroud to go number one. By the way, speaking of pro days, you hear uh, Cam Newton's going to 
be at Auburn's Pro what, Day? What is, what is that? 8.32, better than me, Kelly. I'm just going to keep dropping frozen lines every day. Just let it go, man. Kelly's Golf Picks next. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union. A savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. A numbers game on VSEN, the sports betting network. BetMGM, the king of sportsbooks, unleashing the spirit of Las Vegas with BetMGM rewards. Every time you make a wager at BetMGM, you can earn BetMGM rewards points that you can redeem for online bonus credits like bonus bets and bet insurance tokens. And if you're planning a trip to Vegas, you can also convert your BetMGM points into MGM rewards points that you can use towards dining, shows, and hotel rooms at over 20 MGM resorts properties located on the Las Vegas Strip and nationwide. Sign up with BetMGM or log in today to get an even bigger piece of the action with BetMGM rewards. Eligibility restrictions apply. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. New and existing customer offer. All promotions subject to qualification and eligibility requirements. Rewards issued as non-withdrawable bonus bets. Bonus bets expire in seven days from issuance. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. It's Gil Alexander. It's Kelly Bidlin. The music uh, cut out from under me. I felt naked reading that, Kelly. Naked! We get tweets at beating the book. People uh, people sending me this uh, Taylor Mathis story. You familiar with this? Yeah, it's wild. That mm. is wild. Fired by the Westgate, huh? So let me get this straight. The, uh, the Westgate tells lies about someone and tries to besmirch their reputation in an attempt to uh, preserve their reputation at all costs? Huh. Who would have seen that? This is from, let's see, this is from King's, Scout, King's Court, 1999, talking about Fezzik. Uh, he says, Fez made a huge mistake because he didn't watch FDU all year. I'm an alum and watched every game. Their guards are quick and very good. He should have seen that versus Texas Southern. Purdue guards are slow and freshmen. I tweeted to him that FDU could win. That's very fair. Joe Nigro, I am sure Merrill Kelly loves, loves the compliment that he is not a gas can. <laughs> well, you know, he's he not a... Was that was, he's acceptable? He's acceptable. He's acceptable. He's not a gas can. That was his endorsement of Merrill Kelly tonight. FDU, uh, the coach off to Iona, by the way. Just took the Iota job. Which yes, Rick Pitino vacated yep. to go take the St. John's job. How about the Big, the big East with uh, Pitino going to St. John's and Ed Cooley going to Georgetown, mm-hmm. which Providence alums are not happy about because it felt very tampery. Hoops by hooks. Hoops, hoops by hoots, pardon me. Kelly sounds like Bill Raftery right at tip-off when he does the splitting bets mumble. Because <laughs> <laughs> Raftery's like, kiss. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> Here we go. That's right. He gets super excited. 
Um, all right, you have golf bets at the WGC match play as well, not just Mr. Gaiman. What do you got? Yeah, I do. Uh, as far as outrights, I only played one. Terrell Hatton, 25-1. to 1. I might be adding. This is one of those with the Wednesday start time. I got through about half my handicap yesterday. Um, but this is, I played 25-1 to 1 on Hatton. Homa, I do like as well. I like him every week. I think everybody knows that by now. Uh, so I, I agree with Rick on, Rick on that one. Um, I might be playing some group bets here tonight just to emerge. Again, there are four guys in each group that will play each other through the first three days before they reset into single elimination for the weekend. Um, so little th- those to emerge from the group are, are offered at certain sports books, not everybody offering that. Uh, but I will be looking at those a little bit more closely. There weren't a ton that jumped off the page to me last night. I do like Hatton, though. He's had uh, pretty good experience in this tournament before and was way up there um, on kind of everything that I modeled uh, yesterday. And then matchups, this is what it's all going to be about. Look, I mean, Gil, this really does become kind of like NCAA tournament betting for me. This is not my favorite betting event. This is very different. Um, you know, pro tip of the hour, I guess I would say, is make sure you know the format of this tournament and what you're betting. An outright here is not like an outright of every other golf tournament. It is not a four-day event with a two-day cut. You are playing individual matchups every day against one other golfer. And after those first three days, it's whoever survives advances. The other guy goes home. It's a very did, different format. Did week. you used to steer clear of this entirely? Um. For the main, I, I what I'll do this week is what I usually do with it. Is I'll usually I'll usually bet a, a fair amount of matchups each day, just more for action that I have a little bit of perceived edge on. But I I don't bet any of them big because yeah. it's you're betting. This is like what we talk about often with betting, you know, first quarter NBA stuff or something. I I'm not a big believer in those because I'm hand, the way I'm handicapping a game is the entirety of a game, and it is this is it's a kind of it's kind of screwy in my mind. For this, where it's, I love betting tournament matchups, but that allows my golfer four rounds to manifest in theory for my handicap to manifest, yep. right? Mm-hmm. This is one round, right? One 18 holes of golf Makes sense. against one other guy. So you got a few bad shots. You're not but- putting well one day. You you might be in bad shape. That's this, why he brought up Ke- Rick brought up Keegan Bradley. He's this, the ultimate example. And this format, well, if you have a bad round, you're toast. Yeah. Yep. You don't get to like recover from it and continue into the weekend. Yeah, exactly. I mean, it's, it's just simply a it's a it's a win loss or push at the end of yep. the end of the, each uh, each matchup. So yeah, you'll see me probably have a few matchups each day, but these are at way less uh, way less money than what I'm normally betting on tournament matchups in other weeks. Okay, so we leave it at that. The three first round matchups and the one out right on. Yeah, I guess Terrell I should Hatton. actually say Tom Kim over Alex Noren. I played minus one thirty five. Cam Davis. Uh, I know there's a lot of people who are going to tweet at me about this, but Cam Davis admitted he was sick for a while, and he's back, had a sixth-place finish at the players. So I'm taking a big number on him, uh, plus 165 against Xander. Um, and then Shane Lowry, who has a terrible matchup uh, record. That's a, that is another thing to make sure to incorporate in your ha- handicap, how these guys play in ma- uh, match play events. Uh, Shane Lowry, not with the best match play uh, record, but I'm looking to take advantage of that on a number that I think is way low against Taylor Montgomery when you just talk about caliber of golfers that they are. All right. I I had a tennis bet this morning. Uh, we mentioned it a couple times. Mm-hmm. Um, that match has already started. Um, it was the over in the Kostyuk Cochiaretto match, over 21 games. The first set is complete. Kostyuk won at 6-3, so that's nine games, which means 
that Cochiaretta must get to five games. She must win five games in this second set minimum. If she gets to five games, win or lose, we win the bet. If she falls short of five games and loses in straights, we will lose the bet. So that's what that comes down to. You have an NBA play. As I well. do have an NBA bet. Yeah, yeah I was gonna. Uh, I forgot about that. Thank God uh, we didn't. I didn't settle on my Kings bed before the show yesterday because that was ugly last night. I kind of. I kind of got the vibe. I was Drew just that about he to might say. have been on the same thing. I was just about to say. <laughs> what could go wrong with your Mike Brown bet? I don't know. But what was that last night? <laughs> yeah. This is very I, quick I response. I kind of picked up on that as well. Yeah. yeah. So I'm on the Cavs tonight. Uh, laid. I laid two and a half. They're going to be in Brooklyn. Um, this Brooklyn team losing a few in a row. They're obviously this end of the season. This is where kind of motivation questions come into play. I think with a team that is very much looking forward to what they're going to look like in years to come and not really this, uh, this season, Mikhail Bridges has been great since he's got there, but, uh, Cavs, Jared Allen, probably going to be back tonight. Listen, it's questionable right now. He's been missed the last four games. I believe with an eye took a shot to the eye. Um, so he, if he works his way back in there tonight, really like this Cavs play tonight. It's three, three and a half most places now. I think you're still fine betting it at three. With an eye. I love that. Yeah, it took like a bow to the eye, I think. Uh, I was looking over at DraftKings this morning, and you're, you know, we're always trying to like find interesting bets to talk about, mm. you know, with the, with the hope that it actually triggers a bet and then it's worthwhile talking about. And so just to give you an idea – about how sometimes you look at bets, you look at markets that don't necessarily exist right here in Vegas, but that you're you're trying to see might there be might there be a bet in the NBA. Remember, there was this thing where you you can also bet on to participate in the play-in games. Mm-hmm. So you want to finish seventh through tenth. Remember, seven plays eight. The winner becomes the seven seed. Nine ten, who finishes ninth and tenth for a conference in the regular season. The winner of that then plays the loser of the seven eight to determine who will be the eight seed. But this market is simply: Will you get into the play-in tournament? Will you finish seven eight nine or ten? Doesn't matter what happens after that. And so I was looking at these, Kelly, hoping that it would trigger a bet somewhere. You're spinning the roulette wheel in the West. West. Well, that's what I was going to say. So the East looks completely appropriately priced. Like it didn't seem like there was a bet there to me. I, if you have them in front of you, what are the odds on the Nets to be in the play-in tournament? The Nets are plus 240, and that's a bet about the, them falling into the – because they're at six now. Oh, I like that. You like the plus 240? Yeah. But they, their schedule is kind of easy-ish and, down the road, though, is the, the problem. The Heat are behind them. They're one game back, and the Heat suck. Sorry, they yeah, suck. Yeah, I don't love – I mean, I don't love that. I, I don't – I was expecting you to say, like, 175 or something. So, based mm. off the number, I kind of like it. But I, That's exactly who I thought of first, and I was like, uh, I don't know, plus 240. And the West, you're right. I mean, the West is more of a free-for-all. But, like, how are the – I mean, the Lakers are minus 270 in that? Yeah, that's silly. That That, is silly. That seems a silly price. But that's to make it, right? There's no to not make it. These are only to make it. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. What I – I caught this uh, prop at MGM yesterday. How about a Shohei – and I don't think we have this one in town. But Shohei and Trout versus the field. Ooh, I like this. An MVP. Plus one fifteen versus the field. I mean, I wouldn't play it, but I like the fact that BetMGM put it up anyway. If anything, it's got to be the field, though, right? Minus one fifty is a short, absolutely. It's, I mean, two guys. I have every other player in Major League Baseball. Right. In, I mean, in in that league. And how many at games minus does Trout average a year? Like ten? <laughs> yeah, I think it's ten. <laughs> I'll look. I'll check on that. I'll get back to you tomorrow. I think it's ten. <laughs> That's right. Um, 
always a threat to win MVP. Both of those guys, though, for sure. But I'm with you. It's the field or nothing there. We've done all we can do. The Lombardi line is next. Enjoy from Visa, the Sports Betting Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union, a savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. 